Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio following two weeks of nothing but uh, Southern California-like weather. It's been good in that regard, and the country's going fucking crazy. Um, we have fires, like, taking out airports. We didn't even put that on the board, but... Yeah, you know, I mean, those, those Canadian fires are wild. I mean, I guess the interesting thing is, you know, like, you know, forest fires happen, but it's just amazing how just everybody is politicizing these fires, right? Like, so the people on the left, this is this is climate change. It's happening in your face. I'm like, well, I mean, like, yeah, but I, I, I mean... I, I would not disagree with that. I, but I, I don't know how these fires started, right? I, I, we don't know. Like, I mean, I know no, people are saying... No, but their scale and... But I don't know, man. Like, if some dipshit was in the woods and starts a fire that gets out of control, like, that's not climate change. It like, gets more out of control the if there's no groundwater causing plants to stop a fire i i guess but like maybe right like i i i derail this but no but it, I, no no, no. It, i mean it's it's, it's, it's look, a valid conversation look i'm not saying i i agree there's something going on with the climate right i will never claim that i can tell you exactly what it is i'm not a climate science scientist i don't study this i you know like i i don't care how into it you are unless you are an actual scientist like i'm, I'm going to kind of give you a sideways look on this all I'm saying is, if someone started the fire, right, like, it can be dry, right? Like, you can have sure. a spell of dryness, and that doesn't necessarily infer climate change, right? Like, I mean, it happens, no, like, there's cycles it, and everything else. So all I'm saying, if some idiot is in the woods, starts a fire in a particular dry part of, part of the year, and that fire spreads, and you get the shit that you have now... Like, is that climate change, or is that just some idiot in the woods? Well, it's the, the, the fire starting isn't the key point. The key point is how much Which the land... fuck it's not? Well, because <laughs> to the person who lost their house, they're like, motherfucker, what? It can happen naturally. A lightning strike can start fire. Okay. And I've actually seen... So, when I lived in Florida, I saw a lightning strike caused fire. Like, I didn't yeah, see an actual strike, but it happens. Um, the problem is, when these things get out of control... And, and this, is, this is where neither you nor I nor 99.9% .9 of people listening can really appreciate. But um, when, you know, you deal with the landscape being on fire and it just keeps spreading and spreading and spreading and there's not enough, like I said, not enough groundwater, the vegetation supports burning because it's so fucking dry. Look at your lawn today, look at mine. I mentioned the Southern California weather. I mean, it hasn't then, rained here in like it's 20 days. Is it, is it that long? It's, it's yeah. been at least two weeks. And literally, if you took a match and flicked it out on your lawn or mine, normally, I wouldn't bat an eye. If you did that today, I'd be kind of freaked out. Now, that's 20 days, and you're right. One event does not signify global change. Right. However. Now, you've got shit like this. Now, to your point, what you're going to say is, like, when shit like this happens all the time on a recurring basis, you know, storm right, of the century right, exactly. every year, then, okay. Not, yeah. Agreed. Yes. Like, so, the, the, the truth is it's somewhere in the middle. But... Whether whether it's climate change or just a random series of events, what I do know is that those fires are having a major impact just globally, right? 
I mean, because it's impacting, yeah. it's it, like, it's impacting our, literally our weather here, right? Like we've got warnings for air quality and everything else. And it, it's not as bad as what you see in New York where it looks like an apocalyptic hellscape, but there is a haze here, right? Um, that, that is directly, that has been directly attributed to the smoke coming down from Canada. Yeah. Um, you know, we're right across the lake from Canada, right? Like, so if you take Lake Erie and you go across it, like you yeah, are technically yeah, you, you, you in international in, waters. You're, right? Yeah, you're in Canadian waters if you go too far. Right. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely having a, definitely having an impact. Um, and it's, but to your point, it's affecting, I, I, I don't know what the right wing take is. So I know the, the, Oh, the, well the, I mean, the right wing take is just that it's not global warming and everybody calm down. It's just a fire. And, you know, you've got the people on the left that everyone is saying like, and, Again, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle, which I know pisses people off, but like that's kind of the problem, right? Like everyone is so mad that it's not their line in the sand, but there is no, like you're talking about a country with over 300 million people, so most of the answers are going to be in the middle, and just because you don't like it or whatever, I don't really give a fuck. That's where the right answer is, and for this, like most other things, the answer is somewhere in the middle. Like yeah. we need to do something about climate change. But at the same time, like this, like just because yeah. this fire isn't like the thing that we're going to stand on to say, all right, everyone turn in your right. gas stoves and your gasoline cars and walk everywhere. Just right. stop. No, no, I, and, and and events happen. I mean, you know, in in the years before industrial influence impacted the environment, bad things still happened. So I agree. Whenever someone points to a singular event, but just to add to your point, I, I, I can't wait to get to the next one. Um, but to add to your point, it's affecting all of our lives because air travel coming out of the east coast of the United States Fuck. impacts the world. Yeah. I mean, politically, economically, and I, I saw the pictures. You and I were out having lunch the other day. I looked up and went, what the fuck? And you were like, looking at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and then I pointed to the screen and it was like, New York mm -hmm. City was just fog. It's not fog; it's smoke. Which not is even not worse just for you. fog, but it was like orange. Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah. Like it was. It definitely looked something out of uh, you know Blade Runner esque. Um, All right, I, I, I sorry, I kind of derailed us a bit, but it is kind of important that the world's coming to an end. Um, no, okay, it's neither. Donald Trump is Maybe. about to be indicted again on a really big fucking charge. So this is related to the uh, mishandling or indicted again. He hasn't been indicted. Wasn't he indicted for the... Uh, yeah, he was indicted in New York for the... Uh, uh, yeah, this is the second indictment. What was the first one? In the the first one was a uh, bit related to financial mishandling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing, that whole yeah. thing with Alvin Bragg. Yeah, that was... And that, and that was <laughs> you know what? Your reaction kind of illustrates a point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I... And I said that I thought that that was a mistake coming out of the New York DA. Um, obviously, everybody... You know, New York... Plenty of people in New York hate Trump, and the and the whole thing with Al, Alvin Bragg, I thought, was a bad choice. And like you, you have prosecutorial discretion; it gets used all the time. This was a bad use of prosecution with that whole thing. That was a bad use. That that yes. that yeah, that was a bad use. Um, I I I don't. I I personally don't believe that the prosecutor has a, a, a leg to stand on. When doing the overall analysis, right? Like, if if you're if all you're gonna say is, we have to, there, there, no one is above the law. We're gonna pump. Okay, well then the problem is is that there are multiple examples from your office where you you don't pull that up. 
Right, right. Oh, yeah. Just with, no, but, but the New York indictment, I agree. The politics right. of... is bullshit. Now, what he's being indicted for here, right, with with the records and, and you know, espionage, obstruction, completely different. Yes. Right? First of all, uh, it's federal. <laughs> it is federal, but, like, this is something now, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, Joe Biden and Hillary and blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, here's Trump's problem. Trump took the shit. Then they said, hey, you, you, you got you to gotta go through different channels. You can't take it. Just give it back. Right? Literally, that might have been the phone. That might be the phone call <laughs> as, for as much as, as much as you were um, dubbing it down, for lack of a better right? word, but that that's, been the actual. That, that's had, like, that, the, the, conver- the initial conversation was very much like that. Right? So instead of Trump saying, oh, yeah, my bad, man. We'll get it all together, and we'll get it back to you. Right? Trump is Trump. Right? Where he's got he's to tell you. I'm not going to follow your rules. You can't make me follow your rules, right? And because I'm so rich, right, there's no, nothing can apply to me. I'm so great, right? So the feds are like, dude, come on. Just give the records back. Give the shit back. We'll go through it. We'll figure out what you can keep, whatever. Just, just give it back. Let's not make this a big deal. Trump continues to make it a big deal, lies about it, says they've got everything. They're like, so, but then he, he does it in a way where, like, all right, uh, trust would verify, but verify, taking out of Reagan's right. you know, terminology. So they don't, you know, they, they say, okay, great, right? And he, his lawyers send this letter, oh, you've got everything, right? And the FBI's like, no, we don't. And sure enough, they didn't have everything, right? They didn't give them anything, and they, and they hid stuff, and they moved it around, which is on camera, and you've got recordings of Trump, which is, look, it's not, I heard that there are recordings of Trump. It's when you literally look at the indictment, the transcripts from the recording are in the indictment where Trump is talking about what he has and who he's talking to and what he's talking about doing with these things. Okay. Where he's got, he's, you know, he's got things on our plans. If we got into a war with Iran and and different things. And then he's talking about like, Hey, I would show you, but I can't. And I'm sorry, you can't joke about showing or not showing Records, Pentagon on, strategies, right? Pentagon strategies and records on national defense and security. It's not a joking matter where you get it on tape and when, and you've actually got the documents in hand in an unsecure location. And I'm sorry, I don't care that you've got a bunch of guards and there's there's a bunch of you know whatever and it's all super private and you can't. Mar-a-Lago's a fortress is the big argument. No, it's the, not. The, the range officers are very strict there. Yeah. So well, if you if you take too long to putt. They're yeah. on you. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Mean, again, it's yeah. I'm not. It's a country club, folks. I'm, yeah, I'm not asking this to put you on the spot because you're one of the very few people I know that could answer this either way. Did you read the indictment? I did. I, I was gonna say that doesn't shock me from you. Yeah, um, I, I did. I, because, now it's it's beefy one, but I, I felt it was worth reading. Well, thank you. I'm doing because uh, I mean, you're talking about a president, the uh, no, former yeah. president oh. of the United States, right? And so when you look at, and like, and people are just like, oh, well, you know, I'm like, look, when Trump, like Trump's issue, right? Because everyone's like, well, Joe Biden had, why aren't they coming down on Joe Biden? Because Joe Biden, some of his stuff was from when he was in the Senate, right? So his stuff, and his stuff, like he didn't take good care of it. No reason that shit should have been in his garage in his car, right? But at the same time, they said, hey, give us the shit back. He's like, all right, look, here's access to everything I have. Go get it. Go take it. Sorry, my bad. Right. Right. Now, whether Joe did that because he knew, like, because of Trump, whatever. Now, again, one of my criticisms of Biden, right, is when they got Trump on this, right, when they started making a big deal, you're the president of the United States. How do you not make a call to someone and say, hey, can, 
Can we do it? Can we? Can you send the fucking intern but to I, go I do this? I don't know that they didn't because the Biden stuff came out pretty quickly after. I mean, no, it, no, 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 no. This is what happened. This is what happened. Okay. The Trump stuff comes out, right? A few months later, the Biden stuff comes out. Now, what happened was they didn't report on it until later. You, the reporting happened around, but they uh, they they had discovered the documents like around that time. It, uh, well, I guess to uh, my point is, I guess to your point, actually what probably did happen is that all the stuff with, with Trump did happen. Someone from Biden said, do a sweep, make sure he does. he's not vulnerable here. And he was. So then they cleaned it up. That's actually, now that I'm yeah. going back to it, that's what happened. Um, and again, going back to the, I fucking told you guys Biden was a pain in my ass. But anyway. <laughs> we know. Can we put that on the record? Right. But, what I, but the difference is, though, again, Trump not cooperating when they asked for the records back, Trump lying about it, Trump having his attorneys lie about it, or if he, Trump didn't have them, then the attorney's taking it upon themselves to lie about it, what he said on tape, right? Like, and I'm sorry, I don't care if it was a joke. You can't joke about national security. I can't joke about being on a plane and blowing it up. I can't joke about taking a plane hostage, right? Like, those are just things that you can't joke about. And... We've got evidence that Trump did it. I'm sorry, like that. That's what got him here. This isn't a witch hunt. They tried to make this not a big deal, and I mean by they, I mean the DOJ, Secret Service, FBI, FBI, everybody. They, yeah. they tried to make this not. Trump made this a big deal by not just giving the shit back and not cooperating, right? And it's over early, a period of months, over and, uh, right, or, right, right, yes, and, months. and 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 multiple times. I, I, so I did not read the transcripts. Like I said, I, I asked you because I figured it was a 50-50 or if not better that you would have. But I did see two interviews with people who claim to have, and they are Bill Barr and Chris Christie. Not exactly your you know, garden variety liberals. Nope. And they both, like, Christie is obviously running against Trump, and he, you know, he's got, yeah, he's got a motive. I'm sure the Trump's folks will be, be, be like, well, he's got an agenda. And Bill Barr, I guess... You say he has an agenda too, but both of them said this is damning. They yes. said this is so far beyond. Well, you know, I mean, he, the problem with Bill like, Barr is now I, I don't know. Like Bill Barr's only thing is like to maybe sell books, right? Um, in terms think, of why, what right, his motivation? What's, what's be? his motivation? I mean, sell books, be, money, be, be a relevant talking head. Maybe, but I mean, Bill Barr's got money. Right, Bill Barr's got every like he's but Bill Barr's good. So maybe, but you know, greed is weird. Um, but I, so yeah. greed is definitely weird because right. no one says Gordon Gecko, right? How many yachts can you want to see behind? But you know, my thing, I'll take uh, listening to both Bill, but here's the thing if you compare what Bill Barr and Chris Christie said, right? Like they're saying very similar things, yeah. right? Like, and they're coming to the same, and, they, and they're not that, like, they're a little bit both more articulate and eloquent, eloquent with the legal ease of it than, than I'm being right now. But we're all saying the same thing. Yeah. If you read the indictment, right, and you look at the evidence that they have, we know what, and knowing what has been collected, not even, and then there's what we haven't even seen yet, it just doesn't look good for Trump. And if you take off the partisan glasses, right, of trying to do the what about isms, what about Hillary, and what about right. Joe Biden, or whatever, right, also no one's going, what about Mike Pence? Right, Mike Pence right. also had documents, but no one said what about him. Actually, Trump did throw him under the bus a little Trump bit. Trump did, but I mean, no one, yeah. no one, because you all, like everyone, like if you're just being common sense about it, right? Like I, 
all Trump had to do, if Trump would have given the documents back and they tried to gas him on this because there were one or two lingering documents, right. then I'd be like, come on, guy, what, what are you doing? But in this particular instance, uh, he doesn't have a leg to stand on, right? Like, I mean, and anyone saying, like, anyone defending him at this point, you, you're, you're not be, you're, I can't take you serious. Well, fine. But here's the thing people are defending him. Aggressive, right. and most of them, I, I, and most, and now, and when you see, but when you see their argument, they don't oh, they have argument. No, no, they, they don't. don't no. But they are threatening violence. They are threatening, and 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 I welcome it. I see. I have no, 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 no. Here's the thing. No, 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 here, no, 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 no. Here's here. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because there's a lot of violence being thrown out by a lot of people. Yep. Right. By a lot of people that don't know violence. Right. And I'm getting to a point where. I, Fuck all y'all. Y'all want it? Come and get it. Don't care. Do See, not it, care. I, the, all right. However that, you want that it. That to me is... And a, a, it's... I, I'm at... Here's, here's part of the reason why. Personally, I'm going... I got a lot of shit on my plate. I've got very little patience. Right? Just in general. Just yes. personally. Right? I'm fighting an uphill battle. Own business. Like, high stakes. Right? Whole... Everything that I own is invested in this company that I'm trying to start that I'm fighting an uphill battle. I am tired. I'm frustrated. It has nothing to do with politics. It just is what it is. So when I when I see some fat piece of shit fuck running his mouth about all the vi- all the things that violent men do, some dude who can't touch his toes and hasn't seen his dick in 20 fucking years, talking about all the hell he's going to rain down, fuck you, you fat bitch. I'm going to show you violence in a very, very violent, mean way. And I know that's not rational and it's not civil, but fuck you people. Honestly, because you talk all this shit about all these things and you haven't been through anything, right? You're not tested. You don't have any fucking metal, but you're going to sit here and threaten violence and civil war and all this other stuff. The fuck out of here. You people don't know violence. You don't know any of the shit that you are threatening. You're, you, and if you did, it would be over before, for you before you realize what the fuck happened. So you want to bring it? Bring it. Otherwise, shut the fuck up with all this violence talk. Well, I... And, because everybody's going to punch a Nazi in the face, but when the motherfuckers are protesting pride parades and they're just out and about, I see no, pun- no face punching happening. Everybody's really threatening to punch Nazis, right, right. left, conservative, whatever, but no one's punching Nazis. I call all of your bullshit. Well, okay, but we've seen too many violence, too many violent acts by people who are deranged based on politics. This isn't punching Nazis, it's not anti-pride. There's, I mean, we've had shootings in my hometown and, 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 and all. But those are different than these. Well, right. some of them are motivated by this kind of thing. There's a lot of, and, and look, those, I agree with you. But those the, are, those the, are the, like what happened in Buffalo, like that, that kid was way different, right? Like right, that but, was, it was, that but it was, was motivated different. by race and violence. Now, and, if you want to go, go to the fucker that tried to go, tried to take down the FBI in Cincinnati and ran his right, ass into a that, 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 that did not go well. Um, like I, okay, yeah. now look, it didn't go well, but that's still scary no, and violent scary. And, and, and risky. And, and, and here's the thing. We have never had in my lifetime that I can recall a political figure literally saying, they're stealing your country from you. I am your only savior. If you don't protect me, we're going to lose our country and have people go, oh, yeah, I'm on your side. Hmm. That's never happened in my lifetime. Or nope. in, I've been, I'm older than you. Um, that's happening now. Literally, you've got this guy who's fa- he's facing indictment. He's in, in, a, in a sane world. But here's my other thing, too, though, right? 
What did you say early on, like when we were talking about the fires, you're like, the world's coming to an end. It's all. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, we're going, like, we, it is obvious we are going down a bad, dangerous road. And we are getting closer and closer to the point where the only things that fix it are either some sort of complete, you know, breakdown and civil war type thing, or aliens come out of the sky and we're unified like an independent state. Which is, by the way, if you follow now, the Las right, Vegas story. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It's just like, give me what, like, so, something happened. Right? Like, alien, just come on. Like, what are you guys waiting on? Like, just come on. Right? <laughs> Either conquer us, right? Or let us defeat you, or we defeat, or, or something. But, like, why, why are we doing this? Anyway. I, all right. But to, 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 to the point, like, you're, you're right. They are threatening violence. Nobody wants that. That's bad. We should all be civil. But, like, the, the, like the, no one's respecting the rules of, of civil engagement at all, right? Like, no, you can't, gone. right? Like, I mean, and, and, you know, it's mostly the people on the right that are just, like, Twitter has become, has just, it, it's it's just, and it's been like this, a cesspool for a long time. But now there are no restraints on, you know, lies and bullshit and conspiracy theories and hate and fear-mongering. Um, and what they, I mean, and they essentially turned down the extreme voices from the left who w were previously amplified. Right, like I mean, you would if you signed up for Twitter two years ago, then all your suggested, you know, oh, here's people you should follow. We're all, you know, AOCs and and um, whoever Nancy you're, Pelosi, you know, yeah. who, what's the 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 Young Turks, and the Young Turks, and the what is that podcast that was that blue podcast up uh, Pod Save America, okay, you know, stuff like that. Like that was like everyone, no matter who they were, no matter what they said, they liked. They got a shit ton of left-leaning, progressive, liberal, Democrat people to follow, right? Now, you get on Twitter, and it's all these, like, no-name like, literally people that can't, that have, when you look them up, there's no background, there's no history, there's no, nothing, they don't even have websites. So they have two followers, but... Uh, no, 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 they have, like, hundreds of thousands, like, tens, okay. twenty, hundred thousand followers, but, like, they don't even have a website. Maybe they have a YouTube channel. But there's no there's no paper trail to who these people are. They just have a fuck ton of followers and a fuck ton of influence on Twitter, right? Maybe some of them on Facebook or TikTok or some other social media. But there's no they don't have websites. They don't have like job histories that you could like track down. Who is this person? Where do they come from? Like what's their like? They're just social media influencers that came that literally blew up out of nowhere overnight right like you look they've only been on twitter twitter for two or three years i mean that's how QAnon started in a sense right? i mean not quite the same because QAnon's they had their different own, like they, they had mean, their they, own channel and other, stuff yeah like they right, came anyway, up with sorry, other, but, again, no, but my right. point is like that's where twitter is now like it, it's hard like i used to get a lot of news from twitter breaking yeah. news things like that and because you had all your different newspapers and media outlets but most of them because they've been deemed uh, liberal media or whatever, like they, they don't have the same pre presence on Twitter. So now you see something that says breaking news. Like I saw something the other day that I had to comment on, like breaking news, right? But it, the breaking news was uh, uh, the people who, the Trump crazies were calling Ron DeSantis' wife like target Melania 
or something like that. Like, you know, Target the store, Melania. Okay. Like, she was a cheap knockoff version of Melania Trump. Oh, Target. Okay. Target, yeah. yeah okay. Like, okay. Target, Target brand. brand Ma- Ma- well, I thought you meant I crosshairs. No, because, no, no, no. Because no. that's happening, too, with... Yes. But, no. and- but my point is, is that that tweet got hundreds, thousands of retweets, quotes, likes... Right. And but that was that like literally they put breaking news and it, it blows up and it's like, this isn't even news. This is what is this? This is this is nothing. This is stupid. Right. And like trying to find like even trying to get news from Twitter, like it, it's it's not the same. Like, so now I've got to go. I've got to go back to Google. I've got to go to very direct targeted sources. You know, like th- there's not a good quality aggregator of news anymore and twitter was that for a while but it's not that anymore because it's become this bastion of like far right conspiracy theory bullshit right like i mean you just scroll through and you, like you have to be very selective to avoid that like now i get good sports takes right like you could find good stuff on sports um that that may be about it. Like the rest of the shit on Twitter now, I, I just, you're way, way, way more active on Twitter than I am. I mean, because so, it, no, like no, it, it, it used to be a really good source for a lot of good information from around the world, right? Like especially there were a lot of great reporters from the Middle East, Al Jazeera, um, you know, like giving you like a more realistic version of what was going on. Some of the stuff down at the border, um, just like all sorts of. But now, like you, you, you just. <laughs> have to dig so deep to find that stuff and what you have to cut through is all like the like i said and they flipped it and, the, and part of this is on the former you know top dogs jack, at twitter Dems, jack, yeah, dorsey, jack, jack, jack dorsey. dorsey and and others for being so progressive and being like instead of being you know like straight down the middle right at least being consistent with how they you know it's like look if you're going to be shitty the you know the the far right. You need to be shitty to the far left or whatever. And I get everyone's yeah, like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. There, you, you there's no yeah. such thing as danger on the left. Like, no, you, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when you when you say we need to promote the far right, far left, what the voices that are lacking are the sane moderates. No, I didn't. What did I say? I said if you like, if right. you're going to push back yeah. on one. Then you yeah, need to oh, push okay, back okay. on the other. I agree with that. Push back. I'm sorry. Right? Like, if you're, you're pushing, saying, if like, you're, I mean, because they were for platform the, one, platform the other, I'm like, right, they, tell them to shut the fuck up. That's exactly what I'm saying. They, okay. they spent too much time trying to boost the left before, right, that it alienated people on the right. And rightfully so, because even if you're in the middle, right, even if you're a, a center right person, right, you're not extreme one way or the other, you know, fiscally conservative, you're religious, whatever, but you, you know, you're not one of these zealots. If you got people, you know, like things that you don't necessarily agree with, but don't bother you, but they're being shoved down your face in every way, like, then all of a sudden, like, that's how you get, that's how you turn people into zealots, right? To a degree. Sure. Right? And I think there was a lot of in your face from the left on social media, specifically on Twitter, that drove people nuts. Elon Musk, being the opportunist that he is, saw it and said, Fine, I'll buy it and I'll make money off of it. I'll I'll turn it into a place for these people. They'll worship me, right? And I'll get them to pay for it. And he did. All right. And in a perfect example of what you're saying, you and I go back and forth every now and then about you know Joe Rogan is a right winger. No, he's not. But he got pushed so hard by the left, and they said a bunch of shit that wasn't true. He comes back and says, you know, fuck you, Don Lemon. I didn't take horse tranquilizer. In his words, I can afford human medicine, bitch. I believe were his words. But Don Lemon stuck to his thing, and he's like. 
fuck you, I'm not backing down. And now it's suddenly Joe Rogan versus CNN. He's a right-wing operative, and i got to deal with my comedy friends going, yeah, Joe Rogan's really changed. I'm like, he really hasn't. Just And, and I don't blanket defend the guy because he's done some really dumb stuff and said some dumb stuff. But he is what he is, and yet he became a it, figurehead for no, pushing back. I was never a big fan of Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. His show was okay in small doses. Um, you know, th- there was nothing that really blew me away. I think he, at times he can he, he got some very captivating guests. And he did a good job of letting those people speak, tell their story, and bringing out like a more uh, relatable side to them, which was sure. which is good. Um, I, I just I, I wasn't a fanboy of everything that he did. A lot of the stuff that for a lot of people who are fans of his that they believe are mate like oh man he's in such a good shape that all all this other stuff like dude I live in a world of fitness like yeah. Joe Rogan is not unique in that regard no. to me right like but it, and that's impressive. Not, so, right I mean it is impressive but again like I, it's just a world that I live in so it's like all right that's yeah. kind of the norm in the world that I live in. Um, and I, I like his shift to the right to me isn't that big of a deal because I mean that's just you know like guys like him that's kind of the thing right and it's not I don't think it's not it, it is what it is like I didn't put a lot of stake in him before like this shift isn't that big of a surprise to me um, and I'm, I'm pushing back that it's not really a shift in where he stands as a some shift of it in- like some of it is directly like he's even like I, there are clips where he said my opinion on this has changed because of okay right? Uh, all, right. Like, all right you well, know what I mean, mean like when he says that like I don't well, what the fuck else not, am I supposed to I'm call not, it? I'm, not, I'm not saying he hasn't changed positions on things I'm saying that he's not suddenly a right wing darling who's you know gonna he listen. is a right wing darling but it's not okay by, not, he, not by not, design he's not choose it like right like i mean he's playing into it though a little bit for good reason for money um but at the same time again it's not him right it's it's he was driven a certain way because of the left's reaction to something that he did right which i think that their reaction was ridiculous right but then i think his reaction has also been yeah i don't i don't think he handled it well right um Um, all right it didn't change it doesn't really change my opinion on him though and, 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 and nor mine, and yet I know so many people who said, oh, he's totally flipped. So I was kind of trying to like play into what you were saying about how when you get attacked by one side, your pushback now gets taken as you're on the other side. Let me give an even more stark example. When Mitt Romney stood up to Trump and a bunch of the people on the left were like, Mitt Romney's one of us now. I'm like, no, no he's, he's not. not. Are he's you a insane? stodgy, yes. dopey, douchey conservative. He's just not a psychopath, and he actually has to... Make his, you know, his brain actually works. He's like, I've stood for these things for this many years. I'm not changing my path. And yet people on the left suddenly embrace this guy like he's going to be, you know, marching in the pro-choice parade. Well, I mean, same thing with Liz Cheney, right? Yes. I mean, and... Kensinger, yes. Right. Exactly. And and my thing with Liz Cheney is, I'm like, look, there's... And, you know, to be fair, you were just like, well, Liz Cheney's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but is she... How, like, one, my thing with that was, like, is she really? Do we know? Like, do we actually know what her voting record is on certain things? Do we actually know? Or are we just saying she's terrible because her dad is Dick Cheney, which is fair. It's actually, I'm just <laughs> Right? Like, I mean, which is fair, but I, I, but with it was the same thing with her. There were people yes. like, oh, well, Liz Cheney needs to run for president, and I would vote for her. I'm like, does she would really? You? <laughs> do you really? Are you sure? I said about, like, politically nothing. She and I would agree on almost nothing, but... Um, she actually like 
has a conscious and conscience and you know. I don't even know if she has a conscience. I think she's just she can she just has common sense. Okay, right or right. or at least she's, she's a sentient human being. Right, unlike a lot of this. I want to move on from Trump. Other than to say, the word that's not you used it a couple times. It doesn't get used enough. Is espionage. This yep. the, it. I'm going to try to make this hyperbolic and throw you into a bad spot, and I'm admitting I'm doing it so that doesn't make me a bad person. But if this happened in 1900, if this happened in 1900, a president in 1900 tries to organize a coup, it fails, and he is then found to have government documents that could compromise our national security. What happens? He'd be hung, for sure. Okay, that's what I was Probably hung or in prison. But so with the espionage thing. Uh, with the with the espionage aspect of the whole Trump indictment, like people are just like, oh, that's too far. One, read the Espionage Act and what it says, right? And people are like, oh, well, the, he declassified the documents. They're not. Doesn't matter. The Espionage Act actually doesn't say anything about confidential or um, uh, classified documents. It actually doesn't. It just okay. says anything pertaining to. You know, national security or anything that, if it fell into the wrong hands, could be damaging to the United States. Doesn't say anything about things whether they have to be classified or declassified or whatever, right? Like so. Again, we have Trump's own words. This isn't secondhand. Someone telling me what Trump said. These are his words. The transcripts from things that he said that have been recorded and are now a part of the indictment. Right. Like, so based on what he said, he had documents that if fell into the wrong hands could be very dangerous to the United States and are, you know, things that we're going after in, in other places. OK, so based off the definition and, and the words provided in the Espionage Act and Trump's own words based off what he had and what he was doing with them, he violated the act, folks. Sorry. Right? Like, this isn't like, I know it sounds crazy and dramatic because of the word espionage or whatever, but they, they actually wrote it aggressively broad, in my opinion, and Trump figured out a way to trip and fall all the way into this net. Right? All like, right. It, yeah. it, it just, it, the, like, you, you compare the act, you look at the indictment, you look at the transcripts, the words that Donald Trump said. Right, like that's that's the killer, right? Yeah. Like that's that that's a big nail in the coffin. It may not be the nail that closes the casket and then starts the dirt on top, but it's it's not good, <laughs> right? Like so, uh, I mean, it, it's uh, he put himself in this position. Um, you know, people want to say it's a, a wild goose hunt and they're he's being persecuted and he, this is all okay. Well, uh, it, one he did this, two he did this. Yeah. Right, so so who's going to go down with him, if anyone? Because the name that I'm hearing is that Jim Jordan has aggressively tried to pre prevent this so aggressive, so diligently that he um, might, in fact, himself be charged. I saw an interview that said that was going to happen. This will be published before that potentially happens on Tuesday. Just putting it out there. Um, um, that would be tough. I mean, I, I mean because... Jim Jordan would have had to have been directly involved. I, I don't think he could be, unless Jim Jordan was, was like Trump was giving Jim Jordan the, the documents and Jim Jordan was shopping him around. Uh, like, I think it was more about preventing the like investigation if, into the documents. But it wouldn't be that, like, then what would happen is there would be a separate indictment 
uh, yeah, yeah. of Jim Jordan Absolutely. for obstruction, but it wouldn't be, it, it would be obstructing this investigation yes. um, into them investigating Trump for his holding on to the documents. So that would be whole, the whole part be a separate proceeding. Separate. But it, may, it could happen. I saw a, 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 an interview with someone of, I forget who it was, but someone that is generally reliable saying it was going to, I want to put it out there because this will be published on Sunday the 11th. Which is also being recorded on Sunday the eleventh. Let's see what happens on Tuesday the thirteenth. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see I, it happening. But I mean, all right, you I, know. I don't know if this is worth a, a Steve and Jim bet or not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I die hard enough. I just know that we've had our history of bets. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, you've got. Uh, Biden bribery on there. Are we talking about the Hunter Biden videos? <laughs> no, or not videos, this, photos. Or? I mean, like, so. All right, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and her whole clan have been saying, oh, Biden took a $5 million bribe, right? And they, we've got evidence of it. Well, the evidence is, you know, so a, a Rudy Giuliani associate told them, told, told investigators that someone told him that Joe Biden was offered $5 million and accepted the $5 million. But the problem is, is that, You've got Rudy Giuliani telling the investigators to go talk to this guy who heard from another guy. Like, that's literally what the evidence is. I know a guy who knows a guy. That's who knows literally guy. what the evidence is. And they're like, all right, this isn't evidence. This is word of mouth, whatever. Right? And I've said all along, if you've got evidence of Joe Biden accepting bribes while he was in office to further the cause of, a, okay, go after him. Right? Yeah. But just make sure that you've got the proof. Make sure that it's rock solid and that there is no arguing or debating it whatsoever, right? Like that—that's that, all I'm saying. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, and, the one whistleblower disappeared. Uh, well, because uh, it wasn't a whistleblower. Like Trump is paying him. Like, they're, they're, like I have no reason to to like. Re- well, I shouldn't say that. You root for the president to be successful and win, whether he's he's a Democrat or a Republican, because it's for the it's what's good for the country, right? Right, I don't like Joe Biden. I, I, I don't think that he, again, I've said this, I feel like I say it every fucking week. I do too. But in this particular instance, um, the whole bribery thing I think is bullshit. Right? Like the, the fact that you're saying that, that, that it's not even secondhand, right? Like the rules of evidentiary procedure say that like this couldn't even be introduced as testimony. Right, based, based off what we know the evidence of Joe Biden taking this bribery is, this bribe is. So, I, you know, it, it, but Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't care, doesn't know what the rules of, of procedure are and whatever. So she's going to say that she saw evidence and she took notes and blah, blah, blah. So all this in. It's just See, all... a guy talked to me yesterday. He told me that Marjorie Taylor Greene murders children to stay young. Wait, what? I'm making shit up too. Oh, but uh, but I mean, well, first of all, people said that about Hillary, and Jack Jack Wagons bought it, and one guy. People are drove, still saying that, like it's a it's a whole big thing. So now I'm telling Adrenochrome, you, Adrenochrome. People are drinking yeah, kids' bloods I, to stay. I, young. I, I'm telling you that I heard from a guy who heard from a guy that Marjorie Taylor Greene is in fact the ringleader of that organization. I can't prove it, but I think we should investigate. The pain, no. the pain that's being <laughs> he wasn't everyone, serious. Everyone he wasn't, knows I'm being a jackass well, on purpose. Got, like, okay, please, everyone knows that. Please, I just said a it. little fa- faster with that, just All because. Right, no, no. Here's the thing: like, 
No, no, no. Going... Here's the problem, right? You like you like you want to draw your line in the sand. If they don't have to play by the rules, I don't have to play by the rules. Okay, fine. Nobody's playing by the rules, which then guys like me say, fine, we'll play by my rules. Right? And I'm, you don't want to play by the rules? She don't want to play by the rules? Fine. We're gonna play by my rules, and my rules are we play for blood. But nobody wants then all of a sudden now I'm the crazy one. Yeah. Right now, well, so, now, yeah. now I'm the, the crazy yeah. one. You're the bad guy. Yeah. Well, first of all, I acknowledge I was making shit up. So there's that. All right. Um and in the rest of the world, you've got China and and Taiwan are pushing buttons. China's pushing our buttons a bit. They're driving, wow. you know, international waters. There have been a few to call them a near miss maybe is a bit dramatic, but there's clearly been a bit of, of high seas chicken getting played. Yeah. And that I makes mean, me uncomfortable. It does, and and you know, Taiwan scrambles their fighter jets and 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 look a lot of people are like, oh well Joe Biden like look, Joe Biden doesn't have like China really didn't care who the president of the United States was. Right? Like they knew that they had us in a you know, in a in a position of power. Or they had a position of power over us, yeah, I don't know, sure. probably 15, 20 years ago. Realized that, started maneuvering, right? Like, which is what, like, China started buying up Africa, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. Then they started moving into India. Um, they started making, you know, inroads in with the Russia. US. And, and everything. I mean, obviously, they invested heavily in the U.S., uh, in real estate, in land, buildings, all this other yeah. stuff. They've, I mean, they've, they've been sending people, like, China's been doing this forever, right? Like, for the last couple decades, at least. Um, they've kicked it into overdrive. I think they really kicked it into overdrive when Trump got into office. You know, it, people say, oh, well, they, they were scared of Trump. Like, no, they just said, all right, they fuck just you. They not play them. They just, they played them. They, they, they knew it. And then when they didn't need them anymore, they, they shut them out. Right? And then they just felt that they don't have a real use for Biden anymore. They don't care. And so now they're just not communicating with us at all. And doing what they were going to do didn't matter if it was Trump or Jesus in the White House. Um... Like this is China's plan all along. They're trying to replace U.S. currency as as the top dog in the in, in the world as it comes to currency. Um, they are working on uh, a peace agreement with Russia and Ukraine. We'll see how that goes. But if they're able to pull off a peace agreement with Russia and Ukraine, they're able to then pull in some of these other people that are kind of caught in the middle, right? But they feel like, well, you know, U.S. couldn't do this, but China could. So maybe maybe it's time to start to pony up to China. Right, and China owns a bunch of U.S. debt as it is anyway, and China is starting to, you know, stabilize currency with all these other countries. I don't know, maybe that's the way to go. Then they go, and then what do we do? Well, they also have the ability to. Uh, so we are one of their biggest consumers. I think we are their biggest consumer. But when you're a consumer, they have the ability to shut off your consumption. Well, yeah, that's, and, and, I mean, and that's, we saw that's that. a scary thing. We, we saw that during COVID, right? It's just like, oh, so, like what's the word? Supply chain issues, supply chain issues. The supply chain was, that there wasn't a supply chain. We got everything from China. Then China shut down, we couldn't get anything. That was, <laughs> well, okay. you know, and, and, like and, if you have and, a supply chain, and, you've got multiple and, sources and, and everything and, else, and, but we had one source. Microchip production was, was essentially shut off and suddenly Ford couldn't put a truck on the Dealership floor, yeah, cars, I mean, computers, all right. sorts of stuff. I mean, it, it was it was huge. I couldn't get a three D printer because of this, right? Like literally, like a three D yeah. construction printer. I couldn't get because I couldn't get the right chips and all that other shit to put to put into it. So obviously, there's like there's a huge there's a huge impact there. Um, we have to be paying attention, but I, I don't know what the solution is. I not only don't know what the solution is, I also don't know what the flip side is because if China were to try to 
um, you know, flip the switch on us and say, fuck you, America, we're going to fuck your economy over and you'll crumble within months, which we would. Um, they still need to feed their people and, and, and do what they're doing and, and supply energy and whatever. And I don't know their level of independence and I don't know what their inter... Well, again, which is why I think that they, are, they've invested heavily Mexico and Africa. And, like, Africa is a real big continent. Yeah. A lot bigger than it even is made with, on with, the map. With, 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 a lot, with a lot of resources <laughs> with that people don't... a ton of resources. Yeah. And they're tied into Europe, right? Like, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but they are tied into different parts of Europe. I think that if China did flip the switch on us, they'd probably be fine. Also, here's the other thing. China doesn't necessarily care if they kill a few of their own people. They, they do have that... So, yeah, no, that, that, so, that, their willingness to throw death and misery at a greater good, I said those yeah. words, God, but that's what they're thinking, right? It's right. okay, it's for the country, so people are suffering, people are starving, people are committing suicide, fine. but it'll be fine. Yeah, we got a lot of people, so we can throw yeah. more people at it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, we got, took a dark turn, yeah. and it's not going to get better. Well, no, no, I, we'll skip this and we'll go to this. Uh, PGA Live Golf. Yes. Um, man, this one caught a lot of people by surprise. Definitely caught me by surprise. PJ Tour came out, made a real big say. Oh no, Live Golf! If you if you're a golf if you're a PGA golfer, you go to Live Golf. You're not going to be able to golf in PGA events, and you well don't go don't chase the money. They're bad bad people, and blah 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 blah. You know, you've got these golfers in the PGA that came out and took very strong stances against Live Golf because they're a Saudi-owned company um, that, you know, the Saudis have terrible human rights. Uh, you've got connections to 9-11, Khashoggi, all, like, just laundry lists, right? Like, yeah. just pages and pages. Uh, PGA comes all indignant about how, screw Live Golf. Then, Live Golf's like, well, for what does $250 million or whatever... You know, whatever the absurd price that they paid. And PJ said, that gets you everything. And PJ says, fine, great. We are now one company. And for all you golfers who didn't take the money, ha ha, you're stupid. So I actually have an insider on this. I have a friend okay. who's very in, into the golf world. And, and he said basically, and I specifically asked him this like two days ago. Because I was very curious about this. And my stance on the Saudi royal family is... Pretty well documented. I am not a fan. And I said, what's up? I'm like, you were the guy jokingly. Phil Mickelson, I think, was the highest paid golf, highest paid athlete in the world a year ago and won nothing. Because mm -hmm. Liv paid him like $140 million. Or maybe it was more than that. I think it was like 270 million. Okay. It was, it was, it was, it was insane some insane number. That he couldn't turn down because of right. all his gambling debts yes. and everything else. Um, and so anyway, this guy is it. And he said, basically... Live in the PGA had a ton of shit going on in court, and the PGA just realized we're not gonna win, and even if we do win, we're gonna lose in the long term. And the same reason I don't think the Saudis doing other shit because they can get away with it because they have tons of money, that happens in the courts too. So they just realized they had a losing battle. Now they well that is so, a huge issue. So I dug into that. Okay, um, and. That's exactly right. So the issue was not just uh, like so, like yeah, legal battle, but people don't understand what that means. Like, so you've got your legal fees, right? But then there were some issues that the PGA was looking. Now, look, this deal is not through the woodwork yet, 
because they may not be able to get through the SEC because of antitrust reasons, right? Okay. Like, there's some big concerns. Like, and whenever I see these big mergers, the first thing I think of is antitrust, but there's so, like, antitrust has become very political. Um, so it'll be curious to see how that works. But um, it was a combination of things. It was the legal fees. It, there were other fees involved that the PGA, PGA was getting hit with. Um, you know, it, there there was the fact that it, essentially like they were facing an uphill losing battle um, that they couldn't afford to maintain. Um, but when you look at the numbers, what's funny is, is that, and I made this joke on Twitter, that like the NFL literally could have loaned the PGA the money from like one week of preseason commercial ads, <laughs> right? I didn't see. That. Right. I usually follow the tweets from our show, right. which are, are but yours, I mean, but... it's I mean, like the, just the math on it is crazy, right? Like so, but the the reality is, like, yes, like they it, it was because the PGA realized, like, look, they're not going to win this in court. They can't afford to keep it up, even if they could win it, they couldn't afford to do it. Um, and so they they buckled. But the, my issue is. You needed to figure that out way sooner than you did. And you cost guys a lot of fucking money yeah. that they may or may not be able to make up. Right? Because at this point now, like, Liv's done what they need to do. They made a few of the guys really rich, paying them obscene amounts of money, but now they don't need to do that because now they have the whole tour. Right. Right. So they like, have so- their tour. And the other thing, that, and this is what Ethan, my, my friend that's the golf guru, told me is they're still separate entities, but they're now not allowed to block each other. So, something to that effect. So, well, Live still exists. People will still play on the Live Tour. Yes. But people who play Liv on the Live Tour... go anywhere. Live, like, PGA still exists. Right. As uh, does Live, and as I forget the minor league. And the PGA board is still the PGA board, except Live has control over any investment and money that goes in and out of that board. Right? Like, so, yes, they're still separate, but Live has control of the PGA. Right, like so, like people want to get down into the down and dirty, and like, well, technically, like technically, okay. these nuts. Technically, Liv runs these nuts in there. Liv runs the whole show. Like, there's no like people are trying to whitewash this to make it seem like, look, the dudes at the PGA yeah. took a fucking bath, and what I mean by that is they, you know, they got all high and mighty, then you know they they puffed their chest out and realized the person poking a finger back at the chest was way bigger. And they fucking folded like a tent. They gave them everything. Like, like all the separate entity stuff, n- barely even on paper. Right? Okay. Liv runs the whole show. I, I'm, I'm, if and, that and, makes your buddy feel better, it, fine. Don't burst his bubble. I'll do it. Liv owns you. Sorry. That's just where it's at. Well, I mean, essentially <laughs> you've got the royal family, which is essentially a government of a very wealthy country fighting against... The United, you know, the Pro Golfers Association. So, mm-hmm. you know, as big as you want to say the PGA is, they ain't a country well, with more oil. Well, and that's kind of the thing, right? Like the PGA, you're right, it's not a country, but the PGA also, like the NFL, could fight this fight if they wanted to, if they ever got into it. Not that they would, not that, yeah, and, right? And yeah, you can't make that. Right. If if, but, if suddenly Josh right, Allen and, but and even the, DeAndre but, Hopkins right, would play but, for the Riyadh, well, like just kind of like what Trump tried to do with the USFL in the '80s. Right, but I mean, how'd that go? <laughs> well, exactly. That's kind of my point, right. right? Like the NFL could fight this fight if they wanted to, if there was even a parallel. But it, you know, yeah. Saudis never could, and they, it wouldn't. Like golf is is different than the NFL in a lot of different ways. But it just showing you the disparity between the money sure. that the NFL makes and the money that the PGA makes. 
Yeah. Right. It's just, it's just, the PGA, there's plenty of money, but oh, not, a lot NFL, of money. not NFL. Not right, NFL. But there's not nearly as many golfers, right. and you're only paying out a few of the guys at the top, you know, like, you know, every week. As and, opposed to, and, and the national audience is, I don't know what the national audience is for the NFL, but it's way bigger. If I walk down the street wearing a Phil Mickelson shirt, I'm not getting stopped in the nearly US, as much as I am There's with, nothing with bigger shirt. than the NFL on you're correct. TV. There's not. And by the way, the fight you just described happened in the 80s. And the NFL is so much financially stronger today exactly. than, than it was then. Now, technically, the NFL lost that, but they only paid Donald Trump a dollar. Three. Punitive. Oh, well. The, <laughs> it, gets yeah, tri- well it gets triplicated. Right. I, I remember this because there was yes. a political cartoon. But the actual, the original was just It was a one dollar settlement, and then, and then it, it gets paid. Yes. Because, again, there's a political cartoon that was like all the NFL executives fighting over who gets to write the check. Three dollars <laughs> and zero, zero cents. And they're like, fight. no, I get to do it. No, I get to do it. So that. Yeah. So um, that was when cartoons still existed. Um, all right, man. We should wrap this up fairly soon, but um, Pat Robertson passed away at the age of 93. Um, I consider Pat Robertson to be a complete huckster. Like, there's there's people out there who are zealots, and I'm like, okay, I don't agree with you, but I think you believe what you're saying. I think what you're saying is nuts, but I think you believe it. And then there's complete hucksters. I would put Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh and Pat Robertson all in that same category. They're just, they know what to say to get people to make them wealthy and in their, in their heart and even an inch below the surface, they're like, I'm full of shit. I know it. I can't believe they don't know it, but show me the money. Pat Robertson leg pressed 2,000 pounds at the age of, like, 86. You put that on Twitter. I've seen that video in the past. That is my favorite video, one of my favorite videos of all time. Mine, too. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, let me paint the picture, because I love doing this. Go ahead. So, Pat Robertson is, at the time, I would say, in his upper 70s. Mm. To be uh, fair, he was in his 80s. Um, it wasn't my, that long my, ago. My apologies. It really wasn't that long ago. Um, he then does a video where he's leg pressing, and I would air quote 2,000 pounds. 2,000 pounds, which is more than any human ever? No. Okay, I know that... I mean, it's it was a, more... It's, it was, it's, it was more I mean, well, let me, sorry, let me paint the video. It's Pat Robertson in workout attire-ish stuff with a young, attractive black woman next to him putting more and more weight on a uh, leg press rack going up to 2,000 pounds... And he then takes the weights off the rack, moves it about an inch, re-racks it, and says, I just like press 2,000 pounds because God gave me the power to do it. Is that fair? Um, n- no, that's not, qu- that's not quite by, fair. By, by, by all means. But it's, it's, it's close. Like, so they, they put a lot of weight on the bar or on the, on the, on the leg press the rack, machine. Yep. It's not a rack. Um, they, put, they put it on the leg press, and then he uh, – they, they don't – they didn't take – they took – some plates off because they, they weren't going to stay on when anything moved, right? But they claimed that had those stayed on, it would have been over 2,000 pounds. Taking those off, left it at 2,000 pounds. So then he, un, he undoes the safety, literally moves it. Two inches is being real generous. And then they lock it again, and then, you know, power of God compelled him to do this amazing feat of strength. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, I, I, you know, on the one hand, as as a weight gym, weight room junkie rat guy, it is kind of cool and funny to see, like, the old guys do their feats of strength, even though they're not that great. You're like, all right, you're fine, you're old. 
Uh, Pat Robinson is a little bit different because I consider him more of a sinister character. Um, just, you know, like he, he, he really sort of injected, like he was able to merge, you know, right-wing conservative politics with religion. Right? Yeah. Like prior to Pat Robertson, especially like in the 80s, there, there wasn't as much like religion and God and everything else. But Pat Robertson found his way in. He and, tried to run for president. Yeah, he did. And then when it didn't happen for him as president, like he starts throwing endorsements around because he had a following. Decent Absolutely. Following. Huge. And like, you know, uh, the 700, 700 Club, Club yep. you know, has this huge following, right? Like, so then when he is out and realizes that it's not enough for him to become president, right, he, he, um, he endorses Reagan, right? Gets behind Reagan and gets his whole 700 club behind Reagan and the crew. Yeah. Uh, and then is becomes an integral part of spreading Reagan's message, um, you know, throughout the, the, the evangelical masses. And that becomes just the norm marrying the Republican Party with the, with the you know, far, with the evangelical, evangel- yeah, with that sure. crowd. Um, where there, where that crowd had generally stayed out of politics, and whether you were right or left, you were a sinner. And now it was well, the people on the left are sinners, and the people on the right aren't, even though they blatantly are, but they're willing to just ignore it. So then you're just like, oh, so all of you are full of shit. Um, but you know, and Pat Robertson, you know, said and did a lot of things like he said that were bullshit. He knew that they were bullshit, but it made him extremely wealthy. Private jets, like him explaining. Why it was okay for him to have his private jets and all that other stuff to spread the word of the Lord and all that other stuff. Like, it's it's comical. They, they, there's a show on HBO called The Righteous Gemstones with John Goodman and... Uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. The show is hilarious, but they're clearly making fun of, well, all of these types of people. But Pat Robinson is, is the OG of this, really, yeah. uh, to a degree. And so I think they took... Well, what would you get if you took Pat Robinson and Joel Olstein, right? Well, you would get, apparently, John Goodman and Danny McBride. Uh, but it's a good show that, that sort of documents the bullshit that these people are throwing out there. Uh, and like I said, Pat Robertson, I consider him a bad guy. But, uh, you know, I didn't really want to even get into that. I just wanted to talk about the stupid video with him, like, pressing. <laughs> uh, I wish we were on YouTube so we could actually show it and laugh and make fun of it. But he died, so that happened. You know, and I, I, I feel the need to uh, call out, like, who is a scammer and who is a true believer. Um, Jerry Falwell and Pat Robertson were basically 1A and 1B in terms of evangelical voices Grifters. in America. Was it, I, don't, I think Falwell believed his bullshit, though. Falwell went on tours where he made relatively little money with Larry Flint and talked, you know, had conversations. He was not afraid of public Larry discussion. Larry Falwell is actually not a good Larry example. Falwell. Uh, Jerry Falwell. Larry yeah, Flint. sorry. Um, I was thinking of Larry David for some reason. <laughs> You said let's get like Larry Flint, Jerry, whatever. Falwell, different. Um, Falwell's son, Grifter. Hundred percent. Falwell's son, hundred percent. Grifter. Hundred original. I I, I I agree with you there. Yeah, believe what he was saying. Yeah, I mean, right. And most and he he wasn't that bad. Like it was just he was very religious, right? Sure. And so it's just like uh, okay, but and he uh, kind of became a public figure by default because Larry Flint yes. caused that problem that led to them becoming you know, yeah. co-debaters and, and friends. And that's um, back to your point about no civil discussion. Those two men, I mean, Larry Flint got shot by someone because they were a Jerry Falwell believer. Larry Flint yes. lost the ability to walk and have sex because of a Jerry Falwell believer, and yet Jerry Falwell a denounced the person doing that. 
and B, yes. since I'll stand side beside you on a stage and we can discuss where we stand on political and, and moral issues. Now, referencing the sex thing is important because Larry Flint starts Hustler Magazine, right. which is kind, the, kind of part of his life. Sex is a big part of the whole deal. I mean, and, you know, Hugh yeah. Hefner, that whole yeah. thing. Not that Hugh Hefner was a great guy. Right. So then there's that. All right, let's wrap it up on that. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We're done.